numbers are much greater than on the financial statement. And we've already proven that. They said mar a is worth $18 million. mar a is worth anywhere from probably 50 to 100 times more than that. And it's a terrible, terrible thing. These are political operatives that I'm going to be dealing with right now. Uh, you have a racist attorney general who made some terrible statements, and we just see some more that came over the wires today. It's a very sad situation for our country. We shouldn't have this. This is for third world countries. And it's very unfair. It's very unfair. But in the meantime, the people of the country understand it. They see it. And they don't like it. They don't like it. Speak up, Mr. Trump. Speak up, Mr. Trump. That is what Judge Ngoron said to Donald Trump as Donald Trump started off speaking very slowly into the mic on the witness stand when he was testifying today. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. The clip you just saw was Donald Trump as he arrived in court. We are now in week six of the New York Attorney General civil fraud trial. And folks, today is the big day where Donald Trump is testifying. That was right before Donald Trump Trump entered the court to testify, and wow, did he lose it when he took the stand. The testimony began with the judge telling Donald Trump to speak up because Donald Trump was nervous and speaking very softly. Then Donald Trump started rambling and telling all of these long stories and just rambling and mumbling on. And the judge was like, can you please just stop with the stories and just answer the questions? And then Donald Trump told the judge what? You're just going to rule against me anyway. No matter what I say, all he does is rule against me. And Judge Ngoron, who's presiding over the case, is like, please, Mr. Trump, just answer the question that is being asked. And it's not true that I always rule against you. I'm following the law. I'm following the facts. Please ask your question. Kevin Wallace from the New York Attorney General's office doing some great cross-examination of Donald Trump. One of the early questions that was asked is, well, why'd you put Don Jr. back as a trustee of the revocable trust? And Donald Trump responded, he's a good boy. He's a very good young boy. I, I, I mean, or or young man. He's a good boy, is what Donald Trump said. He called Don Jr. a good boy. Then when Donald Trump was asked about the uh, false and fraudulent statements on the Trump Organization's statement of financial conditions, which is the heart of this case, what do you think Donald Trump's response is? Donald Trump goes, Banks don't care about statement of financial conditions, to which the New York Attorney General lawyer Kevin Wallace says, what do you mean they don't care about fraudulent statements of financial condition? What are you basing that on? And Donald Trump goes, trust me, I've been involved in real estate my entire life. Banks don't care about statement of financial conditions at all. And I put a worthless clause. And the worthless clause means I could put anything into the statement of financial conditions to which the New York Attorney General uh, Kevin Wallace started asking more questions. Okay, did you directly, Donald Trump, was it you who went to uh, the uh, banks with the statement of financial conditions? No, I didn't do it. Okay, well, who did it? And then Donald Trump said, uh, Jeff McConney, who's his former controller, and Alan Weisselberg, his former CFO. Weisselberg is a convicted felon now. He took a plea deal in the Manhattan District Attorney case, served about 100 days at Rikers Island. 
And Weisselberg took a $2 million severance agreement from the Trump organization to not comply with adverse parties um, in cases against the Trump organization, which is uh, something that came out in Weisselberg's uh, testimony. And Jeff McConney, the former controller of the Trump organization, again, who Donald Trump said he put in charge of dealing with the banks, McConney said that Weisselberg told him to engage in fraudulent conduct. If you've been following our kind of day-to-day analysis of this trial, that's what McConney testified. So then Kevin Wallace from the New York Attorney General's office asked, well, what instructions did you provide Weisselberg and McConney when they were dealing with the banks and you were providing the banks with the statement of financial conditions, which the New York Attorney General's office is alleging to be fraudulent statement of financial conditions. And Donald Trump says, this is what he testified to. I did not give them any specific instructions on what to give the accounting firm, what to give um, uh, the banks, what to provide anybody. I did not give them any specific instructions about what to give Mazers, which was the firm working with the Trump organization. I didn't think that specific instructions were needed at all because as Donald Trump's been repeating, he says that statement of financial conditions are something that doesn't matter in real estate. And he says that banks don't care about statement of financial conditions, which is just something that's totally false. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Seasonal blues are real. I know in my own life, I've experienced the ups and downs around this time of year. See, this time of year, it could be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy could be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. Therapy has helped me in my own life become the best version of myself. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash Midas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Midas. Then while Donald Trump was testifying, he was whining about, uh, he said, and, and judge, you said that Mar-a-Lago is valued at $18 million. It's not $18 million. It's clearly a lot more than $18 million. And New York Attorney General Kevin Wallace is just methodically going through it and letting Donald Trump go through and kind of cycle in and out of kind of the malignant narcissism, paranoia, and essentially self-incrimination that's taking place on the stand. Speaking about self-incrimination on the stand, there's a reason why people invoke their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. Donald Trump testified, he goes, the reason that I became the president was because of my brand. People love my brand. And if I really wanted to inflate the prices of my statement of financial conditions, if I really wanted to inflate the valuations of all of my properties, I would just include my brand value. Here's the thing. They did include brand value in a lot of their properties. And then they did include something they were calling presidential premiums in the valuations of their properties. So Donald Trump saying that the brand value is not added 
it is added. It, it, it's undisputed that that is added. And then Donald Trump was saying, everybody got their money back. I don't even see what the issue is here. I don't even know why we're in a trial. I don't know why this is a case. And that's been the morning testimony thus far. But interesting, Donald Trump showing up, speaking very softly, and the judge like, speak up. <laughs> Lean into the mic and please speak up, sir. And uh, Donald Trump not doing uh, well on the stand, but no one expected him to do well on the stand, perhaps, except him. Let me show you. This is New York Attorney General Letitia James right here. This was before Donald Trump entered today as well. And she basically predicted word for word what Donald Trump was going to say when he arrived. And look, it's easy to predict what he's going to say. He's very predictable. He says the same things over and over and over again. Um, but now that he's in a court of law having to testify here, the things that he's saying are very incriminating. Let's play this clip of New York Attorney General Letitia James. Misrepresented and inflated his, the value of his assets. And before he takes the stand, I am certain that he will engage in name calling and taunts and race baiting and call this a witch hunt. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters are the facts and the numbers. And numbers, my friends, don't lie. Thank you. So that was brief and short. If you have followed... There you have it, folks. That's the summary for now. I'll be back with you shortly to give you some more breaking news, and we'll, we'll break down the testimony of what's going down. Make sure you hit subscribe right now. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers. Remember, Election Day is November 7th, so if you are uh, have the ability Make sure you're doing something today to get people out to vote. Make sure you are going to be voting um, and make sure you get out the word. And it's a big election in Virginia also. A lot of states, there's big elections in general. So just be aware. And especially uh, for all my uh, Virginia friends out there, make sure the pro-democracy community goes out. But everywhere across the country, please, please, please get out there, get out the vote. Till next time, I'm Ben Mycellus. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.